1: that's that's funny you know this is what i love talking with matt about because we both saw the same movie right and both of us have exactly i mean 180 degree a different opinions of us have, yeah. have you seen highwaymen yet zach i have not don't Netflix waste right. your time zach you got
2: better <laughs> things to do
1: really i, I mean, think you, it's a you great have a life. movie i love you have it. a life zach you because, have a life see i have i have matt smith here he wanted to see an action-packed no, run-down-the-highway, no, shoot no, him up no, Bonnie and Clyde movie. Not what, I and what he to got see. is he got the two heroes of the movie no. that killed Bonnie and Clyde. No,
2: I wanted to see a good movie that starred... Who are, who are verifiable heroes in Texas. I, I'm not knocking the source material. I'm knocking the motion picture. Huh? Much like The Dirt. The book's awesome. Not knocking the source material there. The movie sucks. I wanted to see Highway Men, where you know a couple of law enforcement officers hunted down Bonnie and Clyde. What I got was comedians getting coffee in cars. Uh Two old men rolled around in an old car on abandoned dirt roads and old blacktop roads, talking to each other. Kind of like when Which Seinfeld, was great. Which it was sucked. Great. Kind of like it was great. Kind of like Seinfeld getting in a car and driving down the street in New York, drinking a cup of coffee, talking to another guy boring and horrible i keep i kept falling asleep in the highway man having to wake myself up it it, it, it was such a major disappointment and then right at the end for like old oh, 20 seconds they had a little action i mean but by then you know it's too late i mean it, it I, what i liked
1: about it is that most movies about bonnie and clyde glorify bonnie and clyde they were glorified in their day I mean, when you have, like, 20,000 people show up at the funeral home to view your body, you know, you're a folk hero, and that's what Bonnie had, and I think that Clyde had 15,000. These were nothing more than cold-blooded murderers. That's all they were.
2: Well, you know, when you think about it, and you didn't have television or the Internet or smartphones, and you didn't have uh, a movie theater in your town, I mean, I guess going to the funeral of a, you know gangster
1: something to do on a saturday
2: uh, i guess i mean yeah I mean, i'm they, just they saying really though, didn't have much else to do but they I mean, were viewed as it was heroes Great depression they didn't have any jobs
1: I mean, yeah they were viewed as heroes and yeah. should never have been they killed what 13 police what officers what can we do today sit around and
2: swat mosquitoes or i guess we could go down here with everybody else at this funeral yeah, what can we do oh, we well, could well,
1: go watch it, the guys that ran around yeah. and, and, and shot people in the head when they were <laughs> laying on the ground something anyway <laughs> yeah i just i i really enjoyed it i really liked it i, 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 I thought i thought be honest one of the few movies i've seen lately that i like Cosner in. i just
2: i guess we have a different threshold it takes a lot for me to like a movie and i really wanted to enjoy it i, I mean i really did and and that's why it, it it disappointed me so much i mean you know just riding around see that's
1: why i would never be a, i could never be a critic because critics want to go in and pick small things out that they don't We're like about, small a movie. about this and i'm just saying it's like i i was surprised when i opened up the paper today on the style section and I, we walked out and linda says well what would you give shazam i said 90 and uh, they gave it an 88 in the paper the guy saw the same movie i did good for, for a change good for kids great for families great 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 kid movie i mean i i think uh, they use a four letter word three times in the movie and it doesn't start with f okay there's
2: not there's not a review in today's paper but i think you'll like pet cemetery i think you will like that film
1: i will go see it i think you'll like that i am worried about the way they changed the book it's for a new generation, and I would
2: imagine the audience going now has not read the book.
1: That doesn't make any yeah. difference to me. I mean, it's right. like if you made a movie about Moby Dick, and they were out hunting a seal. Yeah, yeah. I agree, I
2: agree, <laughs> but I think it. you'll enjoy it. And and there was a crowd in
1: Pet Cemetery last night, and the people coming out seemed to really get a lot out of the movie. We so. had quite a few people in Shazam and Cabot. Yeah, yeah. It was good. You yeah. know, you had a good, uh, I went to the 645 show.
3: Yeah, it the, was a good crowd last night at Riverdale 10 as well the kids geared
2: films are a hard sell on a thursday night with school oh next i can day. only imagine yeah they're a hard sell. tonight they're a hard it'd sell. be packed yes
1: yes and yes, yes. Sh- and yes. rightly should be yes shazam should be number one at the yes. box office it'll fight it out with pet cemetery yep yes it's 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 good
2: and you know and it was the same way like with dumbo we had the thursday night opening of dumbo at mm-hmm. seven o'clock
1: and and it, was a, saw it. It, was it was good a, there was a handful of people yeah there.
2: but yeah. you know it, it, it's i didn't just
1: expect it to be packed now when i go see endgame it's going to be hanging from the ceiling Dif- different audience and you
2: know yeah. <laughs> and pretty much on thursday nights at seven o'clock in the summer when there's no school the next day yeah you'll have a crowd for those kids films mm-hmm. movies like Shazam and dumbo you know like the old oh, the thursday night show of toy story or yeah the ter- thursday night show of aladdin or whatever there's not public school the next day they will turn out then yeah but you know when you're going to start the movie at seven and maybe it's over at nine and you know those kids have got to be in school the next day at eight o'clock
1: that's a hard sell yeah mm-hmm. got to take the bath and shower or whatever before hey by the way a question for you yeah i did not know this until i was reading a story about in game yesterday and mm-hmm. that is that the movie is just a tad over three hours mm-hmm. as as a movie theater owner does that screw it up for you i mean you it's it's le- that's fewer times you can show that movie right
2: in the aspect of things um i don't like a long running time now the total time in open and close is 182 minutes it's three hours and two minutes that includes all the credits mm-hmm. uh, but the credits on that film will probably be a solid 12 to 15 minutes so intelligent movie goers will spend about two hours and 50 minutes in that room mm-hmm.
1: is there going to be seen after you're gonna be I'm sure there'll
2: be some really lame-headed clowns who will sit in there until the lights come on, and somebody with the broom has to say,
1: "Get out! It's over.
3: Leave. <laughs> there's nothing else. The screen is white." Well, they're just sticking around for the other showing right after. It.
2: Yeah, something. So, you know, most people will get out of there in two hours and fifty minutes. They won't okay. sit through that, you know, whole three hour and two minute deal because there's probably twelve to fifteen minutes of credits on there. Which, uh, when you think about uh, how dumb that is, Gone with the Wind had three minutes of credits. Possibly the greatest motion picture ever made. Must be something with the arguably, union. Arguably the greatest motion picture ever made. Gone with the wind. I don't know. Wizard of Oz, maybe. Casablanca. You should play the
1: credits at the beginning, but and you then understand. It was really short.
2: You understand <laughs> Casablanca and Wizard of Oz, a couple minutes of credits.
1: Yeah. Wizard of Oz got a couple
2: minutes of credits, bro. I got gotcha. you.
1: <laughs> so, this, you know,
2: 15 minutes of that's credits, and, and that's a little overkill. Um, I, You know. Um,. That being said, the long showtime is an inconvenience for the customer, and it is an inconvenience for the movie court, um, and it does cut down on your show times, but the demand will be such that on most screens that weekend, that's going to be the only thing playing.
1: Mm-hmm. And so you'll just you'll just have multiple screens of so Avengers. you'll pick whichever time starts and ends where you want to be.
2: Well, if if you're if you're smart, you're getting your tickets now, and you can kind of figure out what you want to do. Right. Um. Uh, you know, don't don't just walk into a movie theater on Friday, April the 26th, and right. think you're going to watch Avengers at seven o'clock and <laughs> you don't
3: have the ticket now. Probably. Which I'm glad okay. you finally opened up that seven o'clock showing, and I got my ticket. Oh, well, he was
1: having a freak out. <laughs> Yeah, he he was
3: he was texting me. Right. Well, well. Now, what
2: What do do you want me to do about it? (laughs) Now, now, you know those chain cinemas have a rigid way of how they do things, and so you'll see a chain cinema, and you'll have you know two or three rooms that are sold out uh, with a movie, and then in the next room you'll have a movie playing with two people in it. And then the next room over, there'll be a movie with ten people in that. Then there'll be an empty room with a movie plan. Then there'll be a movie with six people in it, right? Yeah, right. Because they've set what they're going to do, and they're not going to change it. Now I'll start with um, I'll start on the twenty sixth. I'll have Avengers starting on three screens that night in Cersei, uh, four screens in Cabot, and those are both eight eight plexes. Uh, i will start it on five screens at riverdale that's five of the ten screens and then i will probably have it on three uh or four of the five screens in hot springs maybe more wow okay to get through yeah uh that opening weekend and then we'll see but i mean if for some reason the four screens in cabot that are playing avengers sell out we'll put on a fifth screen. Well, sure. We'll put on a sixth screen. We'll put on a seventh screen. That's the way it it, always works. Right? It's possible that all ten screens – it's not the way it works at Chain Cinemas. That's what I was just saying earlier. Yeah. Um, Just like it's possible at Riverdale, the opening night of Avengers, it could be on all ten screens. The opening night of Black Panther, uh, it played on all ten screens. Wow. Uh, We put a person in every seat in the entire building Mm. at Riverdale for Black Panther at 7 o'clock the Friday night that it opened. That's understand? Cool. Understand what I'm saying. Every chair in the building yeah. had a customer watching Black Panther.
1: That's pretty close to... Uh what a wonderful life! Did a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean it's, it's it. was pretty wild that night. We sold it out. Yeah, and what I mean? it and was, uh, what was what else? We did had a do whole deal. We others. had a
2: yeah. We had a whole deal in the uh, lobby, and we had like people in the costumes. We had like a whole photo op. We had a red carpet. It's cool. We had like uh, you know some some of the. Um, uh you know people that were supposed to be the royalty of the country from black panther and like a whole big no, wait right? i, get, it I got a I good mean, one it was, for
1: you it was fun this is the way i <laughs> And would. those
2: little kids were in there you know yeah this is this, black black I, this is the yeah, way that this is I the way that i would black punk panther it. costumes i mean it was a trip man i
1: i would punk Avengers in game uh-huh and i tell everybody this person's gonna you know the what what's the the guy that has the thing in his head
3: oh you're talking about um goodness gracious i forget his name it's
1: paul paul what's his name plays the part i just forget who the character is but i'd be saying he's going to be there and vision. Gonna have vision yeah, yeah you know, have, okay have all these people yeah, yeah and then when you show up there's nobody there because they all died at the end of the movie oh man <laughs> Look, we
2: I mean, we generally have characters. Now, you know, we had the... You're so wrong, man. Now, you
1: really would not have to be paying attention to I did that to with Johnny Depp years ago. They run you out of you town. You were there when run I did Johnny town. Depp. I said Depp was going to be at... <laughs> At Nightmare on Elm Street. i to close. And
3: I had a bucket with I'm red water in it. And- I'm out of town. <laughs> I mean, you would really not have to be paying attention to not up. know that vision is already, oh my goodness gracious. Oh my goodness Illusion. gracious. That'd be a great way of puncturing people.
1: We,
2: we, we normally have characters. And we had characters. We had characters in Iron Man open. And we Spider-Man? Had, we had Spider-Man out. And we had Spider-Man open. We had characters out for Frozen. Um, and, you know, and, and I haven't set anything up yet for Avengers, but I'm I'm hoping we can get some people out as characters for that film. That'd mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. But, like, our biggest blowout red carpet deal was Black Panther. That's awesome. It was so much mm-hmm. fun. And what got me, man, is just, like, all the massive amount of little kids that showed up in costume, right? Yeah. Now, when we did that Frozen deal, there was so many little girls that came dressed as princesses. That's you cool. Know. Now, I knew that was coming, right? And when they had the Star Wars Force Awakens, we had a lot of people coming out in costume. But I did not expect so many little boys to be so deep into the Marvel universe. But dude, they are big time deep into the Marvel universe. And I, I knew all those little girls would be dressing as princesses for that film. Yeah. But uh, it, man, them little mm. kids, man, was out in force. That Black Panther was a good time. We had a good time doing that. It was a lot of fun. That was a big crowd and um yeah that was good that was good so we'll we'll do something similar to avengers i haven't put it together yet
1: but we'll have some characters out of riverdale now i like it'll be fun when you guys had that movie about dogs and people could bring their dogs to the oh theater. that
2: was another good time that's right that uh oh all of dogs, yeah, that, Isle was of dogs. that was a good day that was a fun that was day pretty cool that
1: was a fun day but that's what the difference is in a locally owned yeah, theater yeah. and a chain yeah. theater well,
2: well, we had a whole deal where we said, you know, this is going to be a dog show. You can bring your dog, but you got to buy him a ticket,
1: right? Uh, and a, <laughs> because, a lot of
2: people did, right? But we were we were kind of afraid. What if what if you know what if we got a hundred people in here and they got a hundred dogs in their laps? We, we <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I don't know how that's going to go because then there's not going to be much space between these two dogs, and so you know what if we they don't like of, each other? Right? We were kind of worried about kind of. Maybe too much, right? Right, right. So so we were trying to kind of, how are we going to curb this? And so then we said, you know, dogs have to have a ticket, and uh, the dog has to be well-behaved, and, you know, understand that you're going to be setting by other dogs, you know, like right there. You can't really get up and move to try to, uh, because we know what we're going to get, right? Everybody came out. They brought their dogs. They were cool with it. Everybody had a good time. We had no problems. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I, I was I was surprised at just how well behaved all the dogs were. Yeah,
1: you know? they, all, it, they went it, in there, w- laid down to sleep. It was so cool. Recliner. It was so cool. Yeah. I mean, we, nice it was recliner. Was, that was another. Lay down. That was a good time. Have a yeah. pizza with your owner. Yeah, It be pretty cool.
2: Just like being at home, really. <laughs> yeah, for the dogs, that's I mean, what I'm saying. This is like the
1: sofa. You know? Yeah, no big deal. That was a good time. All right, quick quick break. <laughs> Matt uh, Smith and I will be back. We'll talk about Shazam, which we both agree on. That's all coming your way here in just a moment on the Dave Ellswick show. All right, we're back. We're here on the Dave Ellswick show. I had had uh, right Zach was over here in the studio, and we were we were because Shazam is so good. DC Comics. I'm just saying it's, it's really really. It really if, is. If you, you know, I think some parents are a little concerned sometimes when they take their kids to see some of the Marvel. Yeah superhero movies because they're getting a little bit more edgier a little darker yeah and darker well it's those
2: independent directors that they're bringing in they're bringing people from like the indie cinema world and, and they're used to some pretty heavy character development in their films i think those directors are are bringing that to those movies and i i think that's that's helping those movies retain and grow an adult audience all right uh possibly at the expense of you know darkening You're it too much for kids making it have a little more a little heavier
1: than it should be now shazam i'm just telling you this is a family movie it's really it's, really good it's, it's light it's more of a goofball type
2: funny humorous yes i agree it's more kid friendly than than a marvel universe film I okay agree. so
1: everybody looks and they go well who in the heck is zachary levi do you not remember chuck Remember the TV show Chuck, the guy that ended up being a superhero yeah, yeah, and all that. Yeah. That's that's Levi. He's yeah. the guy who played Chuck, and then of course uh, Jack uh, Dylan Grazer was the uh, hypochondriac in it. Yeah, you know,
2: also from Warner you know it's a uh, who, a good movie. Warner
1: brothers yeah and you know they've got the dc the franchise director is great
2: that you know like we were talking about earlier i think they've hit three out of the park wonder woman aquaman and shazam i think i think dc has hit three out of the park with those we seem to all agree on that and i would say that uh I think Shazam works for kids. I yeah. I mean,
3: I know it's rated PG-13, but I think you can take the kids. There was a bunch of kids last night mm-hmm. during the showing at 6:45. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. I, I really so.
1: liked it and I think families are going to like it. Like I said, you're going to hear the S-H word three times. And I'm going to warn you now. Ah. It's, it's used. Other than that, uh there there's a suggestion of a little adult humor. When he shazams himself into a strip club, but you're not in the strip club with him, he comes walking out and he's got some hot wings. Ah.
2: (laughs) Well, you know. I I love that. That
1: was great.
2: And, you know, they may have thrown a couple of words in there to get the PG-13 rating. Oh, that's what they did. You Mm -hmm. know, they wanted to get that PG-13 rating because, you know, it, it. you know, Dumbo's PG. So I mean, you're yeah. talking about you know it, it's it's and it it's a good movie. Yes, Dumbo's a good great film. I it, it it doesn't take much to get that PG-13 rating. Yeah, it doesn't take much, and they're going to slap that on there. It's so, want to be restricted to that PG yeah, rating. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's not going to take much for the ratings board to give it that PG-13 for sure. Well, but
1: Shazam is great. Go check it. it out. Liked it a whole whole lot, and uh, I'll probably go see it again because I'm sure there's things that I missed in the first. Uh, viewing of it you can catch it at all of my cinemas this weekend and uh, we're going to tell you about all the movies that are playing because i'm going to go see one tomorrow with some friends of mine at 145 or riverdale we're going to go see the mustang
2: mustang is exclusive at riverdale 10 now the mustang got an 87 today the executive producer is robert redford uh this is based on true story and it's about a guy who is sent to prison and uh, has a bad relationship with his family but he redeems himself by training horses, uh, film shot in
1: New Mexico. No little different uh, view of the horse whisperer. Yes,
2: absolutely. And uh, got in 87 today in the Democrat Gazette. Uh, and the Mustang is exclusively at Riverdale 10. Um, also playing exclusively at Riverdale 10 is um, The Aftermath.
1: I want to see that.
2: That stars uh,
1: Keira Knightley.
2: Yes, and Alexander Skarsgård, Jason Clarke, uh, Kate Phillips. Uh, Aftermath is also exclusively at Riverdale 10. And you can, 82, by the way, Democrat Gazette for the Aftermath today. Of course, Shazam is at Riverdale 10. Pet Cemetery is at Riverdale 10. And of course, we are playing Best of Enemies. Um, that's also new today at Riverdale 10. So we've got five new movies at Riverdale 10 today. Wow. The Mustang and the Aftermath are exclusive to Riverdale 10. And Best of Enemies is a limited engagement as well. Hit Riverdale10.com for current features and showtimes. uh, Complete description of the films. Buy your advance tickets right there. Luxury leather, electric recliners, wet tables, and reserved seating. That's in all of my cinema locations. We have that seating. Click on the menu to see the full food menu. We've got the same hot, fresh, made-to-order food at all four locations. Fantastic.
3: And what did you have last night, Zach? The Buffalo Boneless Wings.
2: Oh, you had those for the first time? Yes, I did. Did you like them? Oh, I loved them. Good, good. Okay, Mm -hmm. glad to hear that, man. Glad to hear that. And, of course, at Riverdale, we've got over uh, 40 different beers, eight different wines, and down in Hot Springs, over 20 different beers and eight different wines.
1: All right, we'll talk about what's playing when we come back. Plus, I have another question about Avengers and something that it doesn't have, and should it? Back with you. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Good to have hey you along. Now. All right. I, I told everybody I wanted to ask you a yes. question yes. about uh, Avengers Endgame. And the reason I asked you is Hollywood Reporter had a I mean a huge, it's like a uh-huh. two page story on this right. of whether they should have a ten minute intermission uh-huh. in on in game. Right. And they said and they go they're going back, all right. They're yeah. looking at the big movies like Ben Hur and mm-hmm. things of that nature. That yeah. you got the fifteen minute mission, and you had you know the big orchestra intro and back to the second half, and you let the fans go out and uh, you know do their bathroom thing, and then they'd hit the you know some more popcorn, soda maybe, and all of that, and then talked among themselves some about how and with their date or whatever about how well they were enjoying the movie. Do you do you think that would have been a good thing to do here for Avengers Endgame? Because the Avengers Endgame, everybody wants to know who died, who's going to stay dead, who's coming back, how they're going to get back, uh, who didn't get killed because they happened to be in another time zone or whatever. Uh, And then what's going to happen after this particular movie is done. That's why I was mentioning this movie is going to be really dense in material. That's why it's three hours long. So what do you think? This is what I think. I think an intermission is a wonderful
2: thing. And I think what you just described is awesome. And I think people hanging out and talking about films and talking about motion pictures and having a seat in the lounge and, you know, having an adult beverage and discussing these things and, you know, taking your time to hit the restroom and then, you know, come back and and and, and grab you some food and a drink at the concession stand and, you know, chit chat with your date and, and, you know, say hi to the guy that's wearing the Captain America uh, costume. Yeah. That's all cool, right? I love that. And, and that sense of community and that sense of bonding uh, that should be there with that movie and what you're talking about going on when somebody went to see. Wisdom of Eyes, or Ben Hur, or you know the Ten Commandments, or Gone with the Wind, or the
1: uh, Titanic, or
2: the Odyssey, or whatever. Yeah, awesome stuff. And and I and I would love to see that happen, and that's great. Um, Sadly, uh, there's two parts of this equation. One, there's the part of the filmmaker and the film distributor that would want to put in an admission, and then two, there's the 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 audience and the stupidity. Uh, ignorance and attention span of your audience. Sadly, now instead of going out into the lobby and speaking to another human being there, that's in the lobby, the audience would simply use that time to jack around on their phone.
1: Yeah, go go out and take a, a because selfie or something. they're they're addicted to their phone. <laughs> yeah, and that's so, true. So people
2: now don't have the courtesy and the common sense to speak to another individual in the room they have to post to imaginary friends on their Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram feed, people that they've never seen in person nor will ever meet. Mm-hmm. So the intermission would actually be wasted. It would just give people time to jack around with their ignorant phone.
1: Yeah, you and, know? and what they're posting on their Instagram or whatever – to tell people to make sure they come and see this movie you don't need to tell they're, people to come and see this movie they're coming no, to see it no matter what they're just addicted to their phone
2: yeah so i would love the idea of an intermission and people actually communicating with each other like normal human beings and movie lovers and having a drink or hitting the restroom or talking amongst themselves or taking a picture with the guy in the costume but they're not going to do that if you gave them an intermission they'd, they'd sit be there. on their phone yeah. well no they might get up and walk out to the lobby to see their phone better <laughs> you know or run out to the car real quick and charge their phone on their car plug-in charger to get 10 more minutes of juice yeah, yeah. but already they've been sitting in that movie for an hour and a half two hours oh my mm. god i haven't looked at my phone in 120 minutes oh my god oh my god oh my god i'm gonna lose a who's, kidney who's i haven't talking. looked at my
1: phone who's talking to people right they're addicted to their phones like junkies What's Like trending right now right,
2: like little oxy like 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 it's a it's their oxy it's their crystal methamphetamine it's their cocaine (laughs) it is they're hooked on it they They can't put their phone down and so the intermission will be
1: wasted on their phone
2: so no good point don't have an intermission same point
1: was made by the person talking about that
2: don't have an intermission just get the movie over so they can get back on their phone because that phone is life I mean,
1: yeah, for them, that phone is life. reality that phone is them. life. That's what's scary. Yeah, well,
2: what, what was said on Twitter? That's their life. You know, that ugly, gross, poor, broke dude that's flipping tacos at Taco Bell and working the drive through and he's 41 years old. He can look at a pretty girl on his Instagram feed. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the only time he's going to see her. Yeah. You know, and he can like her post, you know, so he's got to get back to his phone. Yep. He's not going to go to the gym. He's not going go to college. Right? He's going to have a conversation with the grandmother before she dies, but he's going to look at that girl in that bikini on his phone.
1: Yeah, the only way have that's a, how he gets to see a pretty The only way he a conversation his with his grandma is if she's on the phone, too. I'm just saying. That's about yeah. it. He
2: might text grandma, but grandma don't text.
1: One of my favorite commercials on television is the guy that is working and talking to the lady about the new boat that he just bought, <laughs> and it's the picture on the wall in the back of him. I love that one i love that i hadn't one. seen it but you know yeah you got it it's pretty anyway good.
2: anyway playing at riverdale for all the people that can get off the phone
1: so interesting uh, interesting yeah. discussion it's true
2: though i mean i'd love to see it i'd love to see that old school interactivity. you know
1: why you'd love to see it because you'd sell a crap load more not, concessions
2: not at all not at all <laughs>
3: no i like the film conversation i like the i like I, not
2: at all i not agree at all.
3: but so the only problem i would have with it possibly is that you know it could possibly ruin the flow of the movie that is my only issue right it. and and, and you know. that's that's
1: valid but that's, he's, when they, they write the that. movie right. if they do it correctly yeah. he's right they write to that break mm-hmm. and it's a cliffhanger and then you and you come back because what in the hell's gonna happen? Yeah. I like the conversation around film.
2: I like the fact that there's books written on film. I like that there's a discussion on film. I like that it is something we can all come together on and and, and it's one of the except very, for
1: highwaymen.
2: It's one of the very few <laughs> it's one of the very few touchstones left in our society right. where we can agree. I mean, even when you talk about the rabid, ignorant tribal craziness of sports. One of those teams loses, right? If you go to a film, everybody wins. You know, the audience wins. Everybody wins when you, mm-hmm. when you come together and watch something like Avengers. So there's not a winner-loser like at the football or baseball game. You know, it's something we can come together with. And all across the country, all the Marvel Universe fans and Avengers fans are buying these tickets at the same time. And we're all going to go to the movie this opening weekend. And it's it's almost like the movie theater is a community center you know, And it's a place where like-minded people can meet up and do something together. And in today's society, in 2019, that is extremely rare. So I like that. I like the bonding over Captain America or Aquaman or Wonder Woman or whatever that is. Shazam. Yeah, I mean, I think that is a good thing. And, and unlike being online or sitting in your house by yourself watching something on your television –
3: it, it there's a community aspect in going to the movie cinema and I would never understand the argument for the opposite for wanting to be remain at home for two hours to watch a movie instead of going out and enjoying the film with everyone who has the same
1: I'm with you because over- I like yes for instance horror I want to be in an overflow theater
3: yeah or going with
2: your friends if you can gather up a group of your friends and you can go to this movie together and you're going to catch something like Avengers on a mm-hmm. weekend or whatever It it. There's such a camaraderie to that, yes, and nobody has to lose. It's not a win-lose game, you know? So I like it, in in much the same way that, you know, if you go to a concert— But they killed (laughs) Spider-Man. You know, much like like if you go to a concert, whatever, you go to a KISS concert with a bunch of KISS fans, right?
1: That's right. Everybody
2: has a good time for two hours, and there's no loser. You're just there for some cool entertainment. So at any
1: rate— Go ahead. Give us what you're playing.
2: (laughs) Riverdale 10. 10 Riverdale10.com. New today is Shazam! Best of Enemies, Pet Cemetery, exclusively we have the Mustang, also exclusively the Aftermath. We're still playing Us, still playing Captain Marvel, Dumbo's on the screen, playing Hotel Mumbai, we're still playing Unplanned, and we have Gloria Bell exclusively. Still got a few of the 2019 uh, free popcorn tubs left. Grab that free popcorn tub, you get free popcorn on Wednesdays. You can get a refill for just four bucks Thursday through Tuesday. 200 ounces of popcorn. Make sure you grab that. 40 different beers, eight different wines at Riverdale 10. Uh, click on the food menu to see the wonderful, fresh, cooked, made order food we have at all four locations. And uh, luxury leather, electric climbers with tables and reserves sitting at all four locations. And, of course, all that beer and wine there at Riverdale 10. So, so be sure to check that out. Uh, the Dave Ezra classic movie is The Passion of the Christ Passion from Bill of the Christ
1: Tuesday. We still have. Quite a few tickets remaining. I'm hoping this is one of those movies everybody wants to go see. They see there's tickets available, and they'll show up at the theater. But instead of doing that, do me a favor. Go to Riverdale10.com and buy your ticket right now. What better movie to see as you prepare for Easter Sunday on the 21st and Good Friday on the 19th than The Passion of the Christ And to be able to see a great movie, this was a huge, huge, huge smash hit. See Jim Caviezel in one of his best performances and uh, see what your savior went through as he went to Calvary. Period.
2: That's Tuesday night. The tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, if you pick up a gift card, you can use that all four locations. That free popcorn tub is available at all four locations. Uh, be sure to sign up for our movie club rewards program. And you go to the theater, you collect points to get free items. Um, Every dollar you spend gets you a point. You can end up with free popcorn, free movie tickets, free soda, free concessions. We have a discount option coming up for movie club members only. That's coming up later this year. Uh, Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter, like our Facebook page, and uh, if you're in uh, Cabot, join the private club. So that's all happening at the websites. All the information is right there. we got a new patron portal, mobile ticketing app, one-touch button Uh, To buy your tickets, it's pretty easy. Just touch that app on your phone, and boom, you're right on in there. Details for that at the website as well. This week in Hot Springs, Shazam, Pet Cemetery, Us, exclusive showings of Dumbo, and exclusive showings of Captain Marvel. And that's hotspringsvip.com. Luxury leather, electric climbers with tables and reserved seating, full food menu, eight different wines, 20 different beers, we're in construction down there. We just put in all new expanded and remodeled restrooms. We're installing a new parking lot, new front facade, new lighting, more screens. And these new screens will have stadium seating with luxury leather electric recliners with tables, 4K barcode digital projection, and Dolby digital sound. Be sure to check that out, hotspringsvip.com. Our target opening date is May the 24th, so we're getting close. Now, if you're in Dave's hometown... Be sure to stop by and check out the Cabot 8 VIP Cinema. By the way,
1: I came in last night nine other people and everybody had their buckets of popcorn
2: buckets are popular in cabinet everybody's getting that refill bucket and of course we got that uh free condiment station there for free butter and all the and products there's two you butter need.
1: machines now two big butter machines get i empty you one want. you get the rest there you go
2: stop by and get your mustard and relish for your hot dogs and pick up your creamer and sweetener for your coffee and just grab it all there at the usher stand or excuse me at the uh at the free uh free condiment stand there be sure to pick that up uh, join the private club. Uh, be sure to sign up for our movie club rewards program. Be sure to do that. And, of course, uh, in Cabot, it's Cabot, com. We're showing Shazam. Good movie. Pet Cemetery. Dumbo. Captain Marvel. Five Feet Apart. Us. How to Train Your Dragon. Wonder Park. A Medea Family Funeral. And we have 11 a.m. showtimes on Saturday and Sunday in Cabot and in Hot Springs. Uh, we also have Shazam playing in 3D. And we've got that new 3D setup there. It's the Real D 3D. We've I got want a new to try screen, that out. New screen, uh, new uh, uh, Real D uh, projection system, and, of course, the individually packaged Real D glasses for Real D 3D. Shazam is in 3D uh, this weekend. So check that out, cabot 8 VIP Cinema. .com. So I'm, I'm sorry, it's Cabot 8 VIP Cinema. The website is vip com. Uh, still uh, still working there to improve for you. So we hope you go by and check it out.
1: All right, break, and then we're back with more. Matt Smith is our guest. Uh, he's the owner of Little Rock Hot Springs Cabot and Searcy Movie Theaters. Back in a moment. All right, back with you. Matt's getting ready to tell us what's going up. At Cersei. Heading up north. That's com. Cersei. North. To Alaska. Remember that song?
2: That's true. CerseiCinema.com. So go to the website and check it out. And we are installing the luxury leather electric recliners there in Cersei. And you can see on the website which auditoriums contain the VIP recliners with tables. Showing this week Shazam. Also showing Pet Cemetery. We're also showing us, Dumbo. Captain Marvel, Five Feet Apart, and Unplanned.
1: And just like a real good three solid family movies right there. With uh, Shazam and
2: Dumbo. And And Captain uh, Marvel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well, we're still playing How to Train Your Dragon. That's on as well for kids. There you go. And uh, we're playing Unplanned in Cersei. And we're still playing A Medea Family Funeral. So, com. go to the website, buy your advanced tickets, check out our features and showtimes. Uh, You can download the uh, free mobile app there, sign up for the email newsletter, uh, like our Facebook page, and follow events. Be sure to join the movie club so you can get those points for free concessions and free movie tickets. Still got a few of the 2019 um, refillable popcorn tubs on sale in Cersei. They get you free popcorn on Wednesday and a refill for only $4.00.
1: Thursday through Tuesday. One of the best buys you if you like popcorn. And uh Linda and I like popcorn. We eat two of those buckets when we go to the movie. What can I tell you? I love popcorn. Still on sale in Cersei, got a few buckets left. Uh
2: Cabot still has some of the free popcorn buckets, and so does Riverdale. Hot Springs is sold out. So if you uh didn't get your twenty nineteen bucket in Hot Springs, you are left literally holding the bag when it comes to popcorn. You're going to get to hold a bag. Oh, well, com. Pick up your bucket there. You can use it at all four locations. Give cards work at all four locations. Be sure to check it out. Now, all the theaters have tickets on sale now for Avengers Endgame. Advanced tickets are on sale now at the websites.
1: If you want to go to First Night, you better buy your tickets now. Next
2: Friday, the 12th, or in fact, to be uh, totally accurate, next Thursday, the 11th. We have uh, Hellboy, Uh, we also have Missing Link, and we also have the film Little. Advanced tickets are on sale for those three movies at CerseiCinema.com, Riverdale10.com, and CabotVIPCinema.com. So check those out. Those are all coming in for the weekend of the 12th. Those tickets are on sale now. On Wednesday the 17th, uh, it's a special Wednesday opening of the movie Breakthrough, and uh, those tickets are on sale now. CerseiCinema.com, Riverdale10.com, and CabotVIPCinema.com. Breakthroughs right on Wednesday a great
1: the 17th. faith movie by a kid who drowned. He was underwater for 15 minutes and survived. And the doctors can't explain how. All right. Be a good movie to go see.
2: Then on Friday the 19th, with a Thursday special opening, a new horror film called The Curse uh, from Warner Brothers. And those tickets are on sale as well at Riverdale10.com, CabotVIPCinema.com, and CerseiCinema.com. So that's what's coming up on the 12th Missing Link, Hellboy, and uh, Little. And then on the 17th, Breakthrough. And on the 19th, The Curse. And of course, on the 26th,
1: Avengers Endgame. Doesn't matter what else is going to be on because <clears throat> that's, that's the only going, movie out. It's sucking up all the oxygen that's available to breathe.
2: So check out those movies; those tickets are on sale now. Don't forget Tuesday night at Riverdale Ten, we got the Passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson's film. So that's all that's happening with those. Um, you know, we've got some cool independent films coming up at Riverdale. Uh, we talked about the Mustang, and we talked about yeah. uh, Aftermath playing this week. We're also playing Best of Enemies, and we've held over Gloria Bell. Uh, we got another little independent film coming up called The Giant Little Ones at Riverdale. Uh, and the information about that, and all of our little cool independent films at Riverdale. Uh, Just go to riverdale 10com and click coming soon. Uh, But I advise you to sign up for the email newsletter and to join the movie club. Now, you can join the movie club for free. All you got to do is sign up. Email newsletter is free. The free mobile app is free. So just sign up and get those things. And we'll have, uh, you know, now we have points for for our club members to get free items. We'll have some discounts coming up, discount movie tickets. We're looking at a discount movie night just for club members. Uh, That's coming up later in the year, so we're constantly trying to innovate and offer new things for you guys. Uh, And information to all that is right there on the website.
1: Check it out.
2: One-touch ticket buying is available if you go with the patron portal.
1: You know, what's been really good, and I think that you've done a a superior job on, is you started all of these things because you were several steps ahead of other people and, and one group that came in late to the party and then... Did some stuff and said see look at what we're doing and you've been doing it uh, for a year but now you've built on all of that well we're, we're trying to um
2: I, you
0: know
2: i i believe fundamentally when it comes to a cinema i talked to my staff about this for 80 percent of the people it comes down to sight sound seat service mm-hmm. you know that's that's the bottom line do you have a really good picture on the screen uh you know is the sound really good in the auditorium You have a really comfortable seat for people and do the staff and team members take care of the customer yep and you know the the and what i mean by that is you know the bathroom needs to be clean you got to have a clean lobby you got to clean the chairs up between shows get in there and sweep the floor yes ma'am no ma'am thank you enjoy the show thanks for coming out you know you got fresh popcorn popping people coming in so they can hear it popping see it popping smell Smell it popping you know see it coming out of the kettle that kind of thing that's that's part of the service aspect of that, and I think if you've got that right, sight, sound, seat, service—if you've got those four right—and I tell my employees, you know, when you clock in, you got to be thinking on stage. Okay, you're on stage. Man. Yeah, you know, we're here to put on a show. Showtime. Showtime. Let's be nice to people. So I think that's eighty percent of it, uh, and and if you've got that, you're making eight out of ten people happy. I think for everybody else uh, there's some different things I think for four or five percent of the people out there that free popcorn night is a big deal they they want a free popcorn night that's for about four or five percent of the customers that's a big deal I think for about four or five percent of the customers uh, it is a big deal to serve alcohol serve adult beverages that's a big deal to them they want a cold beer when they go to the movies all right
1: you know? we'll talk further about this because there's a business to this business We'll be back and we'll talk about it on Dave Ellswick show. All right, let's get into the uh, 3 o'clock hour. Matt Smith is here. He's from the Riverdale 10. He's from Hot Springs Cinema. He's from Cabot Cinema. He's from Searcy Cinema. He owns all of those facilities. Does an exceptional job, I believe. And, uh, I mean, he took the Cabot Cinema and took it. It was kind of a pit. It stank from mildew. He came in and uh, cleaned it up new theaters uh, fix them up put new screens in it sound systems are fantastic in fact last night watching sazam i was again blown away by how good sound is in, in your theater that 7.1 is monster it is fantastic i
2: mean when you are watching uh you know especially something like that one of those comic book films or you know even a even a great action film you know, just having that extra, those extra speakers, and the yeah. Way, yeah, I mean, it 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 makes such a difference. I mean, not just from, say, the explosions or whatever, but if you're watching a good action film and, you know, that you, you've you got a car chase, you know, and the sound tracks from behind you and then around the room and yes. stuff like that, oh, that, that cool. makes such a, yeah, I mean, that's just such a big part of the experience now. Okay,
1: so now I got to ask, really I got to get Zach into the discussion okay. here, because last night before, what was, what was the trailer before uh, Shazam oh, over my- Riverdale
3: tent? Goodness gracious, I have to think about that.
1: Okay, so I can tell you what was a cabot. What what was on there? Pikachu. Oh, cute. Cute. It's cute, cute, but cute. I'm looking and saying, who will go see this other than kids? I mean, really
3: young kids. It's meant for them, I guess.
1: I don't know about that. Ryan Reynolds doing the voice. (laughs) Pikachu. I just, you know, I thought you
3: would be saying, well, man, I'm in for this because that's part of those uh, characters you like. Well, you know, I had the choice between Pokemon and Digimon. That was in the early 2000s as a kid.
1: Okay, you went with Digimon. Digimon was mine. Okay.
3: So, you know, that was the choice.
1: So, Pikachu, you know, he's going to have his own full-length motion picture movie. So, I want to see how it does. You you don't think little kids are going to watch that? Oh, no, I have no doubt that parents are going to be having Mm
3: -hmm. to sit and watch that thing. The trailer before um, Shazam was Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. and um what was yeah. the other one sounds like to me you
1: got the better trailer already
2: <laughs> spider-man on there I, yeah. I, I can't believe they didn't put avengers on there but they're probably thinking hey everybody knows about avengers let's preview Avengers. there, on there? was the second
1: yeah. one was it was
2: the second yeah. one they put it on there yeah they probably put that on there just because they want to watch the trailer again and
1: that could right. be
3: <laughs> right it's pretty That's good
1: stark's off with tony stark you know <laughs> Ran out of water like and this, food, and this f- trailer is four cool. Four days ago. This trailer is
2: cool. I'm gonna put this trailer on. You know, that's, yeah. that's what the tomorrow afternoon I run out of axi- uh, oxygen. <laughs> you know, they'll get a, they'll get a letter with the movie, and the letter will be you know the tra- the uh, the uh, previews that they want on there. You know. And I think my people
1: just kind of toss that in the trash. You see what you're doing at the IMAX <laughs> my theaters over my the people, weekend. My what? people
2: are like, "Oh, look at this letter. All those are the previews." Well, that's a they're, that's showing, a cute ten, they're
1: th- showing ten minutes of Godzilla. Oh, I'm not surprised. In I'm front, not surprised. in front of uh, Shazam at all the IMAX I'm not theaters. I'm I can't not wait for Godzilla. When,
2: when I when I was when we were in Orlando, we were at uh, Hollywood Studios, Disney World, and I saw twenty minutes of Dumbo, and I was like, "Oh man, mm-hmm. I know kids going to eat this up, right?" So I, I like I like that that's happening. Uh, I, like I said before, I wish there was more of that because it definitely
1: does excite. I mean, people. there's already buzz, but yes, right now it's subdued because of Avengers. Yes, after Avengers comes out, then everybody going to start well, looking towards Godzilla.
2: Right, but I mean, you just look at the slate of motion pictures this year. I mean, you know, you've got Godzilla coming up, but I mean, just I mean, just look at what Disney's got. The got Aladdin, Aladdin's coming up. Uh, Lion King. Lion King the uh, Toy Story 4, Frozen uh, Frozen 2, another Star Wars film. Um, I mean, there's so much more going on than uh, Avengers Endgame for Disney. And, you know, Warner Brothers has a strong slate this year. Uh, Universal does. I mean, Godzilla's definitely a part of that. It's Warner
1: Brothers. um, Warner uh, Brothers uh, is DC. Okay, so we're expecting another great Wonder Woman movie this year. Oh, they –
2: I mean, like we were just talking about, I I think after – you know, people bashed Justice League, and 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 people bashed Suicide Squad somewhat. Um, but I think it was, I, I think it was somewhat forward thinking, and you know, uh, pushing that envelope toward that R rating and everything. So there was that aspect of it. I know they bashed Batman versus Superman somewhat. DC's kind of taking a taking it on the chin a couple of times. Hey, they but t- they took a bat in the movie.
3: I'm just saying. I mean, What's I that now? To, they joke about you know about um, Batman and Superman right. being so dark, you know, in the right. movie Shazam. Right. So I, I think they took kind of a kind of a bashing on
2: that, and people internet trolled them pretty hard. But I think they've hit three home runs with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. Mm-hmm. All and, right. So. And, and so that being said, right? I'm I'm now you know I'm looking forward to the other DCs, and I think they've turned the corner now, and they know what they're doing. Yeah, and they're going to be good.
1: Yeah, so, I I think so, yeah. too. And the uh, critic today, I think, in the first three paragraphs of his critique... Thomas Shazam? Yeah, mm-hmm. hit it right. Here's what he said. Ever since director Christopher Nolan started making Batman movies, it seems as if DC movie adaptations should come with a bottle of Prozac. <laughs> While Nolan's films were as thrilling as they were dark, it was heartbreaking to see Superman with a mean streak and brooding even when he wasn't in his fortress of solitude. Yeah. With Shazam, the folks at DC have finally figured out the one major secret to Marvel's success. While all of their movies have costume protagonists, they aren't strictly bound to the genre. In some recent offerings, Marvel films have been political allegories, Winter Soldier Uh, or have revived the team comedies that john hughes used to make this movie Mm -hmm. plays like a john hughes movie shazam does
2: yes and it's yes it's comical and i like that
1: aspect but it's not it's not stupid comedy it's It's smart And, and
2: i agree with i agree with everything this reviewer is saying but this dan guy you know he lives in kansas and he's more of a you know middle america normal fella right oh, that's i like his
1: reviews yeah merchant is not the no, guy that they I, have the no, other times i, I, think, I think he lives in miami or something on south yeah, beach and when his don't
2: and he has he has a different take on uh, these movies and and he's um, got certain
1: actors and actresses he don't he does like does not like right
2: I, I i think this dan guy though he's he is out of kansas city and i think he just has a mid-america going to the show you say like zach and i watch it these?
1: entertain me yes Okay.
2: exactly right. well i i mean that really is the bar you're trying to cross i That's mean why exactly else are you right. going i mean you're
1: not you're certainly
3: not going to have a bad time. I mean, there's I mean, no other reason. I want to go for two hours right. to for entertainment. Guess to what? Themselves. I don't get
1: my history from a movie.
3: Right. Get your mind
2: off of what's going on in the world and just, you know, bliss out for 120 minutes. Yeah. I mean, yes. that's, that's, that's what point. it's about. Yeah. That's so, what a movie's yeah.
1: about. Escapism. Right. Right. And, and yeah. Well, except documentaries, all right? right. Documentaries right. That, are, that try to bring out some truths about things that maybe you never thought about uh, or right. never saw.
2: Right, I like to, and I like when they do the ones about significant people, and you know, like the Mister Rogers documentary, which I thought oh, was, was wonderful. That
1: was a great, great documentary, and I haven't seen the Ruth Bader Ginsburg one, but I'll watch it because I've heard it's really well done.
2: That movie's very well done, even if
1: you don't agree with
2: her politics. Oh, I don't but,
1: agree with any of her politics.
2: <laughs> you know, some of the stuff she, you know, some of the stuff she's she, you know, it it, it comes across at just how. Um, intelligent individual she is the things she went through to get where she's at uh what she's done and 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 you know and yeah there's some there's some in there on the causes that she has championed but um there's a lot in there on her life and 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 obviously that's that's what shaped her views so yeah. as a film it's a good yeah. film you I know don't whether, like you, whether you agree with her maybe or not. i
1: know i'll learn something about her right why like, she comes up with such stupid decisions
2: Right, but 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 what I'm what I'm saying is like like, you know, I can't think of it now, but like the last Michael Moore movie, okay? Not only is the dude's politics just real weirdo, right? It's just an awful film. And so, you know, I sat there and I watched the thing and I'm like, Man, this movie's just awful. I mean, not only is this dude just way out there, way out there in commie land Leftville. Yeah, he is. Okay, he's out there, right? He is. Oliver Stone is out there in like commie Land Leftville with his documentaries. But if Oliver Stone shoots a documentary on Russia or Cuba or something like that, at least it's a good documentary. As far as the filmmaking goes and telling the story, right? Right. Okay, not only is Michael Moore, like, just crazy with this communism goofball crap he comes up with, but the movie's horrible. I mean, he can't even... (laughs) <laughs> your career dude is shooting documentaries you can't even put this thing
1: together right so it he's floats. come a long way from roger well, and me uh, and he's roger a, he, and me were fantastic he's went downhill since roger oh, and me absolutely okay? downhill bowling and, for you know uh, for yeah, it was that better and th- th- it was, yeah.
2: it, that and Roger's the best two things he's done yeah that's okay true. so but if you look at oliver stone stuff you think yeah oliver stone's kind of loony with his politics right but he knows how to shoot something and package it right uh michael moore can't even do that i mean you know it, it was just an awful movie like the i don't know that the the, the dude the sons or whatever he makes some Desenza, right yeah he makes some right wing
1: uh uh movies but he does a pretty good job of
2: it i don't know the last one he had was just awful as a film I he's watched, made a couple that were good yeah, yeah. the I, last one
3: was just awful yeah i watched the one on hillary Clinton about two or three years ago during the election time and um i thought that was pretty interesting yeah you yes, had a lot of interesting
1: facts that
3: yes, a lot
2: of other people but, weren't but talking about. I, I, right. I'm, make it flow, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> and she to, did. Needs, right. It needs to flow as a and, – and, and that's the thing. I mean, as a movie, it it it's, it's – you know, like we've talked about before, Meryl Streep. You know, shut your pie hole. If you want to do a news show, go do a news show, right? I don't want your politics in my movie. But now if I'm going to a political documentary – right i know i'm getting politics but i need it to flow i need to work as a film not just give me the facts right mm-hmm. i can read the facts if i'm going to a movie i need it to flow tell a story
1: all right let's take a break we'll come back we'll finish it up matt smith is here we'll talk a little bit more about what's coming up later this summer there are some huge movies coming uh, for your viewing pleasure and i'm sure you go to one of his theaters we'll be back with more all right back with you let's talk a little bit about may i'm looking here at the movies that are going to open in yep. may yep the 28th is the big open and that is going to be godzilla king and the Monsters. look out now now here's what's interesting that same weekend rocket man opens rocket that's man. great great counter-programming I'm I'm hoping it's as that, good as Bohemian I mean, Rhapsody. Yeah, and, I and, am and, too. And
2: Star Stars Born it's about because, Elton John, oh if man, you wonder, it's be so good.
1: It's going to be so good. I mean, that so guy, that guy's father I can't for wait a movie. To see it, it really is, and I love his music. Tiny dancer. Have yeah, have for a long time, but they have a couple other movies that are sitting out there that are going to be really good. In May, uh, Detective Pikachu opens. This, I wanted to mention that for Zach. Uh, also opening don't. on the fourteenth john wick chapter three that's going to be big at the box office and then on the 21st you've got aladdin and the one that i don't think has gotten a lot of buzz but i think it's going to be a big hit when people start watching it bright burn
2: well now i thought john wick was may 17th but they may have moved it they may have moved it up to wednesday but originally i thought it was friday may the 17th but they may be uh yeah,
1: they got me here tuesday the 14th oh okay. what
2: for john wick 3 yes yeah i thought it was may 17th but you know they June may have 14 what, what would you mention on
1: the 24th now what did you mention 24 the, the 21st is aladdin and no then, may 24th you mean no i yeah, got may 20 uh, may 21st
2: okay well that's a tuesday so yeah that,
1: that can't be right okay
2: they don't seem right. And
1: wait, no wait, the 24th. No, you, is mo- you are correct. okay Friday the 24th is, is Aladdin. Aladdin and okay. Brightburn both.
2: Okay. And so, but now John Wick is when? Uh Friday the 7th. Okay, I thought it was the 7th. Okay, that's that's cool. That's cool. I was just thinking and wow, if they moved Friday, it up to Wednesday
1: the 31st, which is Memorial Day weekend. Right, right. Godzilla, Godzilla King of the Monsters, mm-hmm. Rocket Man, okay. and another movie out there, Ma. Okay. I'm not yeah, sure Ma's exactly a horror that. flick. That's a horror oh, flick. Is that another a horror movie? film. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Now May seventeenth, okay, because that gives John Wick two weeks to run before Godzilla hits, and that's the same audience, so that makes sense to me. The twenty fourth is Rocket Man and um Ma. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. John Wick on the seventeenth. Okay, that makes sense. I thought it was a seventeenth. John Wick three, it's called John Wick, I think it's called Parabellum. Parabellum. John Wick Parabellum. Yeah. That's right. Parabellum. Yeah, that looks good. That looks good.
1: Yeah. I'm what is the sun that. is also a star. Uh I'm not
2: sure i'm not okay. sure i'm not sure
1: and a dog's journey
2: that's uh a dog's concern. journey is uh um a little uh that's a little in the, that's that's from like lions or stx or somebody
1: but yeah that looks
2: um that looks like a good family film uh i'm trying to
1: the sun is also stars from warner brothers so uh, might be all right no it's all right okay it's all right just you know
2: but believe me i, I can tell you whether you want to watch something by who the distributor is all right if it says disney warner brothers universal or fox go if it says Lionsgator stx uh a24
1: has a new movie coming out on the uh 17th and that is called the souvenir that's going to be an archie movie i guess Ad astra from fox what's mm-hmm. your thoughts on that one any mm, I, I, you're I, going I, up against aladdin that's going to yeah, be tough
2: i'm not i'm not i'm not uh, yeah i'm not you got me i don't know you got me
1: i am up i'm interested in godzilla king of the monsters with rocket man same weekend that'll be a two movie weekend for me okay, may 3rd is uh ugly dolls yeah ugly dolls yep that's may 3rd out.
2: is long shot mm-hmm. both those look good for may they look real good
1: ugly doll. Oh, ugly dolls looking good for kids how's how's the sony movie uh the intruder look
2: uh when is that that is that is may 3rd but that's not sony that's screen gems okay which means it'll take about third of the about a have a, it'll have a third of the runs okay and it'll have a third of the marketing marketing budget and it has a third of the budget getting it made
1: is from screen gems remember so, when they were a major player uh
2: when, you know, okay, always, screen gems or sony
1: no screen jumps, eh. remember their logo was uh you know you had the Statue of Liberty standing yeah. there yeah. that was you know, usually big, right I mean, you know your home runs are generally Disney, Fox, Warner
2: Brothers Universal. those are generally home runs those are your top four distributors they make the best biggest, hugest, most awesome most features right. in fifth place is Sony or Paramount take your pick either or depending <laughs> on the year and how they're doing the other one of Sony and Paramount is the sixth. And those are your six major distributors, and then you got a couple mini majors in Lionsgate and STX.
1: Is Mandalay gone?
2: Uh, Mandalay Bay is a subsidiary of Columbia Pictures, which is okay. owned by Sony. All right. Um, and then you got STX and Lionsgate; they're kind of mini majors, and then everybody else is is, is kind of an independent. You got a lot of independents out there. Area Twenty Four, Bleecker Street, Amazon's trying to do it. You you know you got you got several. That's so
1: some, that's something that I've noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed this mm-hmm. or not, uh, Zach, but um, Amazon is not producing product like Netflix's. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed
3: that? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I mean, as far as the TV series goes, or are you just a yeah, movie?
1: Yeah, as, as far as television mm-hmm. streaming, they're yeah. just not, they they started off strong, but they've mm-hmm. kind of petered out some. Right, Amazon is is... Maybe it has something to do with a divorce that's upcoming. No,
2: no, no. Amazon <laughs> is is, is <laughs> far more intelligent than um, the people running Netflix. They're, the, the Netflix guys are a little thick-skulled and dumb in a lot of ways. Amazon is out there shopping the film market, and they're buying product um, at Sundance and you know, the yeah. L.A. Film Forum and things like that, and they're releasing uh, those top pictures to um, movie theaters. And then they're moving that product onto the streaming service. Um, that is far superior. But here's one thing I
1: know they're not smart at, mm-hmm. and that is their website. Mm. You look at their website; it's hard to decipher it. Ah, I mean it really is. You got to work at gotcha. it, okay? What they're trying to, which they're trying to charge you for, which is are, are free, right? And you know. To find things it's just hard to maneuver they need to get somebody new in there to put that together because mm-hmm. netflix is really easy it's true it's not hard at all it's netflix it's no is greater. awesome
2: television i'm a i well, agree with, I agree that with you 100%. too i'm not 100%. saying that they're 100%. you know
1: they're supposed to be in theaters but i'm just 100%. saying that the only one that i've seen lately that could have been in the movie theaters and might have done was the triple threat i think that that could have been released as a theatrical movie which one triple threat triple frontier frontier yeah
2: well it uh, paramount it it was supposed to have been paramount sold it off to netflix and then that's when the director left and the stars left and then netflix tried to salvage what was left but just think about how awesome triple frontier could have been if tom hardy had started the film
1: which part would he have played Uh, good question i hope that it was channing well
2: channing tatum was also said to start in the film it was released by Paramount. It had a big studio budget behind it with big studio marketing. And uh, the director of Hurt Locker directed it. How much superior would that film have
1: oh, big been? Oh, Bigelow was going
2: to direct it? Yeah, man. Wow, that would have been good. Yeah, as soon as Netflix bought it, she hit the eject button.
1: As it's soon as Netflix bought it, Just Tom Hardy hit the money. eject
2: button. Huh?
1: Just because of money. I mean, said she wasn't interested in, in doing
2: television. Right. She wants
1: to release major motion pictures. All right. We appreciate it, Matt. Thank you for being part of the Dave Ellswick show today. See a movie this weekend and do it at one of Matt's theaters. Now I'm back with you. My thanks to uh, Matt for coming in that first hour and a half and uh, talking about the movies that are coming. We were just talking before he left about July through the end of the year. And I'm just telling nobody should be disappointed. Nobody. There's just all kinds of movies. Did you did you see that – I heard that they were doing this in 2020, uh, uh, Zach, but it's going to happen, it looks like, in December this year. Masters of the Universe.
3: Masters of the Universe?
1: Yeah, the, the old cartoon? I
3: don't think I ever watched
1: it. Wasn't that the one that had like He Man in it or whatever? Oh
3: okay, okay, gotcha. Isn't that who I'm talking about? Yes, is you that all right? Okay. Yes, you are okay.
1: Do you know who's playing that point? Dolph Lundgren played it back what in the eighties? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's playing the new the new uh He Man? Do we I know? The check. Take a look real quick. I I had heard and I don't know if it's right, but I heard The Rock was interested in that. Now the Jungle Cruise is coming in November as well. That's a rock movie. And in December on the 13th is Jumanji 2. So The Rock has got a big ending to uh, 2019. That's what it seems like to me. Let's see what they're saying about. Uh...
3: Okay, they have this guy named Noah Centennial. Okay. And that is it. I'm on IMDb. That's the only actor they have of it, right now. Okay, do they
1: have what can you click on him and see what is what else has he done? Let's see. Is this going to be
3: his uh, introduction to us? He's known for The Fosters from 2015 to 2018. So oh. I guess he was on there. I guess it's a TV show. Okay. Um, it says, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. That was a movie from last year he nope. was in. Okay. He was in um, Abraham and Sarah, the film musical. So he, I guess he knows about that. Wow. And Sierra Burgess is a loser. That's another movie I film. haven't heard... Of none of those. Me neither.
1: Now, I understand that everybody has to have a, you know, start, start, Mm -hmm. but in that kind of a big movie, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess everyone knows him from the Fosters. I mean, everybody's going to love, going to be wanting to see Masters of the Universe Mm -hmm. or whatever.
3: And he was born in 96, so he's only going to be 23 this year. Okay. Yeah.
1: See who we got calling in. We got somebody calling in. I've got an interview. Uh, that I want to play for you. We did it early because she couldn't uh, get with us uh, at this hour. But uh, Blair Ellis will be with us. I told you yesterday she was going to join us. We've already put that in the can, and we'll play it back for you here in a little bit. That's National Press Secretary of the uh, Republican National Committee. And all I talk to her about is 2020, August 2020. That's the the big uh, convention day, convention month. Uh, for the Republican Party. So we talked about uh, Charlotteville, North Carolina, and they're going to be doing a lot of stuff on, on that. Uh, let's see what else we got here that's going on right now. Oh, Cohen is, is spewing out more dirt, they're saying. Did you see where Trump's approval ratings are right now? I was really surprised at this. I thought it would be about 46, 47. He is at 51%. He's over 50% right now. And that's got to be a bother uh, to the uh, wonderful world of uh, the Democrats, to be honest. they got to be not happy with that. I'm trying to see here. I want to, to give you a, Okay, a... Okay, so I'm looking at the one-sheeter they've got up for Masters of the Universe. And the way it's put up there, it, it looks like a cartoon. Now, I don't know if this is animated or not. It could be that just an animated uh, film. He-Man, the uh, most powerful man in the universe, goes against the evil Skeletor to save the planet. Eternia and protect the secrets of Castle Skull. That's what they're saying about it. And it is coming out this year. I heard it wasn't coming out till later, but we'll just have to see. Maybe there's a, I don't know if this is a live action or if it's a, uh, going to be a um, cartoon action, adventure and drama masters of the universe. But that's coming out towards the end of the year i'll be watching for that
3: yeah i'm on the article that came out about a couple of weeks ago in march and it says that it's still in development right now so just i guess there's just a lot to go you know no they got a locked
1: in date to release it so
3: we'll have to see if it if it happens maybe they just have to push it back like the dark phoenix did
1: yeah. Now, is Dark Phoenix, is it coming out when they said it was this year? It's coming out this year, yeah. Did you see the one sheet for it? I mean, I saw it in the theater last night. I walked past and saw the big poster for it. Okay. You see the the X-Men that are behind it? I didn't see it. One in, in particular grabbed my attention. Who's my favorite X-Man? You Cyclops. Know. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he is featured on the one sheet. That's cool. And I'm hoping now that Disney has control of this stuff, that they will bring that character out. He he deserves his own movie, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you know, just the way Wolverine got his own movies <laughs> plural, but he never got he's he's never gotten his due. Yeah, on on X Men. Then I'm with you. I hope Fantastic Four will get re- relaunched and done right. Got to do it right. Got gotcha. and you know. Was it wasn't uh, Mister Fantastic? Wasn't he part of the Avengers at one time? It probably was. I think he was, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Wolverine was. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping that you know the next time we see Wolverine to be in a in an Avengers movie.
3: I wonder who's going to play Wolverine.
1: Who's it's going to be a, a, We know who's not going to be playing Wolverine, of course, because yeah. he said that it, the the workout and the same thing with the guy who plays Thor, He says getting ready for the part is the hard part of playing those characters. Chris Evans said that about Captain America. They work their butts off to be in shape for Mm -hmm. those movies, you know, and uh, they don't want to go back to the gym for four months before they even start reading the script.
3: I think Hugh Jackman will come back for one more movie with Deadpool. You think if so? You, if you make one movie with just those two characters, because Ryan Reynolds, you know, he loves Wolverine and all that. I think if just for one more movie, he would do it. I think yeah. so.
1: Be interesting to see if he'll uh, if he'll pull it off. Let's get a break in. When we come back, I will uh, let you hear what uh, Blair Ellis has to say about what's coming up in twenty twenty, August twenty twenty. That's right. We're still a year away, but. They're already starting to work on the Republican National Convention that's going to be happening in Charlotte, North Carolina. So that's coming your way in just a minute. I'm going to replay that again in the five o'clock hour as well, just so everybody know. Uh, P. I know. P.I. Roofing Home Solutions, excited to announce that they've acquired Tommy's Gutter Cleaning Services, which means you get the great job they do on roofing. You get the great job they do for home repairs. And now you don't want to clean out your gutters? Don't clean out your gutters. Let somebody else get up on the ladders and scrape that gunk out of your your gutters. Let the folks at PI Roofing and Home Solutions do it. And they'll bring you the same kind of professionalism and the same kind of service that they give you as far as roofing and home repair is concerned. All you have to do go to the website piroofing.com. coming up Blair Ellis, the national press secretary of the Republican National Committee on the Dave Ellswick show. Blair Ellis joining us here Blair Ellis joining us here on the Dave Ellswick show, the national press secretary at the Republican National Committee and I got to tell you she's all, I bet she's already gearing up on the uh, for the convention coming up next year. am I right or am I wrong?
4: Uh, good, uh, good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. And uh, you are spot on. We are gearing up for twenty twenty. Uh, we are in full full time campaign mode right now. We've already seen President Trump host a couple rallies on the road. Um, his last in Michigan just last week, and uh, so we're we're definitely ready to rumble.
1: All right. So you're working with him on the rallies right now. Is that correct?
4: We are. We work in tandem. Uh, we work in tandem with the Trump campaign and, and help with logistics and, and setup and press and, and all that good stuff.
1: All right, so just for my listeners, again, let's give them where we're looking at perhaps dates at. We know location. Why don't you uh, give us a view of that?
4: So you know we don't know where the next rally is going to be. That's certainly not information that that has been uh, relayed to us yet. But uh, whenever those decisions are made, we are we are out there trying to make sure that everybody knows how to get tickets. Um, of course, it's DonaldJTrump.com. Um, the rally information is always posted at the top of that page. Um, and once you submit your information online, you're you're given a pass to to attend. Um, and so, like I said last week, we had one in, in Michigan, and it was one of the second highest um, attend rates ever um and so it's awesome to think that people are already this excited and already this jazzed up and we're still a year and a half out from november 2020 but again it just goes to show the momentum and the grassroots enthusiasm that exists for president trump um and, and the policies that he's creating that are that are benefiting every american
1: all right so we're looking to go to north carolina is that correct
4: for the convention, we are—we're uh, super excited about it. It'll be uh, the very last week of August uh, of next year. Um, it'll be in Charlotte. Um, I'm actually a North Carolina gal, born and raised, and so uh, it'll be—it'll be fun to uh, to help show off the the uh, state that I was uh, born in. But it'll be a great display um, of unity across the board for the president. And it's been—that's something that's also been really fun to kind of con- contrast with the Democrats right now, as we've seen upwards of 20 different contenders. You know planning to announce or have already announced and they're kind of still in the midst of this bloodbath and not even really in the in the the throes of it yet that's to come this summer when the debates happen but it's been neat to really see again the unity behind president trump behind this candidate um and that's a big big advantage to republicans heading into the election year
1: yeah you know i don't know if the bloodbath bloodbath hasn't begun i mean we might want to ask biden about that
4: You know, you're right. And, and I think that, uh, it's been interesting to kind of see somebody who's a little bit, who paints themselves as a little bit more of a moderate like Biden, which is funny to, to say that Biden's a moderate. But yeah. In comparison to someone like Bernie Sanders, uh, it, it is true. Um, but it's been fascinating to really watch how the liberal base has, um, you know, warmed up or lack thereof, uh, to Mr. Biden. I think there's really an appetite right now among the, the Democrat base for somebody who's more extreme, for somebody that, that is, uh, all about Medicare, you know, government takeover a health care government takeover, government-funded jobs, government-funded everything. And, and then, so it's going to be interesting to really see how more of a moderate candidate like Joe Biden plays when the whole field is really shifting to the left.
1: Yeah, and you know what's going to be interesting, Blair, is when they start doing the uh, debates, they're going to push each other further and further left.
4: Oh, totally. And I think that, to me, is going to be one of the, one of the best parts Uh, to sit back and watch as an outsider, is to see just how far left do these candidates go. And what's kind of the wildest part about all this is you know, three years ago, Bernie Sanders was really the only candidate that was embracing with open arms these socialist policies. He was kind of the, the extreme one, so to speak. And so the fact that in just the three short years, we've seen candidates really trying to out one another in their sprint to the left, um, and now they're all embracing Bernie Sanders-like policies and proposals, has has truly been fascinating just to see where the Democrat Party is nowadays and, and how quickly it is shifting to uh, to one that is really em- embodying and important em- Something like socialism.
1: Yeah, Blair, explain to my listeners you're already starting to gear up for um, August of next year. Kind of explain to them what this is like because there is a huge, huge amount of work that must be done.
4: Absolutely. Preparing for a political convention is, is it's one of the largest events that takes place in the world, uh, and it's all eyes on you. Um, so there are a ton of logistics and, and planning that goes into um, getting getting in gear for that. Um, we've actually got some – we've already got our host committee um, in place, the convention host committee in place. We've got a team on the ground already in Charlotte that's helping to um, start some of the beginning, the beginning processes and, and work that goes into securing hotels and securing – transportation. And and those little logistics that I don't think people really think about, those are the things that really take a lot of time to work out. And so we're fortunate to have an an A-list team already in place um, helping to work out those kinks. Um, And and of course, we look forward to to just making it one of the best conventions ever. Um, And we look forward again to it being in the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. It'll be a fantastic event, and it'll be um, really just an enjoyable time to to, um, unite around our president and, and talk about all the great things that Republicans have been doing for the American people
1: if you just joined us blair ellis is our guest she's the uh, national press secretary at the republican national committee and a lot of the things that we're going to talk about here in the next five minutes about the convention she's going to be kind of uh, responsible for and she's going to have journalists and she's going to have uh, media people from all over the world there it's going to be uh, an interesting uh, situation now when i was at cleveland uh, four years ago they had the parking garage turned into a news garage. Uh, what are we looking for in Charlotte? We got more room this year?
4: You know, I wish I knew the answers to that. Uh, I'm actually not on the, the convention or, or host. Side of things, yet I'm still in in headquarters in in Washington D.C. So watching a lot of those logistics unfold from afar. But um, but Charlotte is a very gracious city. They've been wonderful to work with. The mayor of Charlotte, uh, Mayor Vi Lyles, has been an outstanding advocate for us, um, and somebody and and, and law enforcement as well on the ground has been fabulous to work with. We're really making sure that it's going to be safe and secure. Um, But but a lot of those finer finer details are are certainly still in the works, um, and and we're going to do our darndest to make. sure that um, that we get everyone, that the space that, that we possibly can, the, the most amount of space that we possibly can. But I don't want to get ahead of a team on the ground out there. They're certainly the ones that are more in the know on that than I would be.
1: All right. So uh, let's talk what's different this time than last time, other than that the president, we already know that he's going to run for re-election. What other big things are are the differences? I mean, you're dealing with President Trump. You know it's going to be bigger.
4: <laughs> bigger and, and bigger and better than ever before. Um, but I think for us, it's it's really just about making this convention, um, obviously renominating President Trump, but it, it's going to be about really putting us, pu- putting the policies on display that are at work with the Republican agenda. I think for us, that is absolutely something that we have in our corner that we can tout and run on. Um, our candidates up and down the ballot can run on that Democrats can't. Democrats have done nothing since President Trump came to office. Nothing but obstruct and resist. They haven't uh, been able to put forth any kind of substantive policy proposal other than the Green New Deal, and we can't even call that substantive or policy. It's like <laughs> pie in the sky. Um, and so I think when you've got an economic record like you, we've seen from President Trump, we saw some an awesome jobs report number come out today, mm-hmm. uh, the lowest levels of, of job, uh, job claims since 1969, uh, which means, again, employment is, is up. We've seen consumer confidence going up. I mean, those are concrete things that this president and the Republicans in Congress have been able to to work together to achieve. Uh, Those are the results and the record that we look forward to running on. And when you look at Democrats, they have nothing. They have nothing but a fake Russian collusion narrative that that they've peddled uh, to to, to really bank on. And and that's going to be the biggest deal breaker, I think, heading into 2020 is the record of success that we have because of President Trump and the failure of Democrats to do anything on behalf of the American people.
1: Yeah, not a bad job report today. 196,000 jobs in March. I'll go. I'll take that. That sounds pretty good to me
4: amen to that. It, it was awesome to see and it's been fun to watch those headlines on TV all day. It's always fun when you get to see MSNBC and CNN have to say something nice about the president. It's not every day that we see that, um, but but again, it's, it's undeniable. What's happening with this economy is undeniable, and I think, again, today's numbers shattered a lot of expectations um, and, and it's been fabulous to watch unfold, and it's something that I think the American people, again, are going to remember when they uh, when they go to vote in November.
1: All right, I got less than a minute. Let me ask One final question for my listeners, and that is if someone is wanting to go to the convention, wants to be around all of that excitement, when should they start looking for a room before they're all sold out to all the different states?
4: I would say talk to your state party. Uh, your state party is going to have that information first, and so that's where I would start. Uh, we, we work hand-in-hand with our, our state parties to make sure that uh, they are on the cusp of all that knowledge and that, that information as it is finalized, uh, so that they will be the ones that can help with um, event coordinating and logistics in terms of room blocks and that kind of thing.
1: Blair Ellis, National Press Secretary, Republican National Committee, thank you for the time. We will be in touch with you down
4: the road. Thank you. Pleasure was all mine.
1: All right. And, uh, if you're a businessman and I want to give you a heads up, we're going to be going to Charlotte next year. Uh, this would be my fourth national convention, Republican national convention, uh, to cover and, uh, we'll be in Charlotte. And if you'd like to be part of that coverage, if you'd like to be an advertiser on that coverage, um, we can get with you, sit down and talk to you. Uh, you know, it's going to be you're going to pay some money, but uh, bottom line, you got over a year to prepare for it, get ready for it. We'll work with you. We'll make sure that we can uh, explain to you the best way to use the time that uh, you're going to be involved, so that your commercial stands out. Or you can have me do a you know a live commercial for you while I'm in Charlotte. Before we take a break here uh, for the news. I'm looking here and trying to bring up a a story that I wanted to hear. It says that uh, the president has got to be very, very happy right now because we did big, big, big job numbers, 169,000 jobs last month. And then on top of that, Rasmussen, who only does the day, uh, the daily presidential tracking poll now, says that. 51% of likely U.S. voters approve of President Trump's job performance. Uh, 47% disapprove. That's one of the biggest breaks between those two numbers in many, many months. If it keeps going that way, Democrats not going to be happy. Hey, coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about health care again, health insurance, and uh, there's new stuff going on. You want to stick around because pat davis is coming up he's got some new information from for you that you don't want to miss that's coming when we come back news is next all right back for the four o'clock hour some of you are on your way home congratulations you made it through the week you got the weekend you know ahead of you uh, that's a good thing. I hope that you have a great weekend. Same thing for the people that leave at 5 o'clock, but they're envious of you. Just know that, okay? They would probably put a bomb in your car if they could. <laughs> uh, b- glad to have you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, last week, had uh, a couple people asked to have this gentleman back on, and uh, I agree. Uh, he's got answers to what do you do in the time that we live when uh, health care is Insurance can run you, you know, basically your firstborn. I mean, I've told the story. I'm now on Medicare. I I just switched over last month. I'm 66, so uh, it was time for me to go on it. And if I want my Social Security, I got to be on it. So I'm now on it. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be as far as uh, what I got out of it because I'm paying with my supplemental and with the price that a uh, Medicare costs and my prescription drug co- coverage costs just about exactly what I was paying through my company and with and uh, with in fact I'm paying less because I'm not including what my company was paying however my deductible on Medicare is $250 my deductible on the health insurance I had with my company and to no fault of their own, $6,000. So as far as I'm concerned, that's a win situation for me. And I I also look at it this way. I didn't take it when I turned 65 because I don't like being on government programs. But I thought, you know, Dave, you've been paying on this ever since you took a job as a young man, Mm -hmm. you know. So why not get some of your money back? I've been paying for everybody else's. Might as well now get some money back so mine can be paid for. And w- But that's not the way I would like this to be done. There's ways of making this cost effective from everybody if we let the market get involved in this. And with that in uh, as a lead in, let me turn it over to Pat. You said you got some new stuff for us. I'm just going to sit back and let you talk, <laughs> buddy. You ready? I am. All right. So, uh, last week I, I mentioned one of the
5: big keys is understanding there's a difference between health insurance and health care. And people tout all the time that we They're have, used
1: interchangeably. Yeah, now. they are.
5: And they're not the same. They're just not the same. Um, you know, people will say, well, we, we have so many people without health care. Well, that implies that they don't have a doctor. We have people without health insurance. That's a whole different thing. But the reality is the market i still believe is the best place to go i don't mean the market as in the marketplace with obamacare uh, m- the company i work with we offer what we call a f- affordable um you know alternatives to the unaffordable care act that's what i call it because it's not affordable we have people like you said you have to mortgage your home mortgage your kid um But many people, most people who have health insurance, that's private health insurance, even if it's through their work and they put their spouse on with them, they're paying a mortgage payment for health insurance. Well... One of the things that's changing is what we call price transparency. And this is the one thing that I really want people to be watching for and listening. If you turn on the news for any length of time at all. Now, I'm not talking about the liberal mainstream media because they don't talk about it. All they talk about is Obamacare and how Republicans hate everybody because they want to get them off of health insurance. It's just not true. They just don't want everything to be run by the government, right?
1: They want to get them off of Government-controlled health insurance. Yes,
5: absolutely. And so you're going to hear price transparency if you listen to specific networks that do talk about more of what's going on in the news rather than just opinion, right? Right. So with price transparency, what that means is that a hospital has to, by law, show what their prices are online. And Seema Verma, who is the head of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, made some pretty strong comments, but she said, can you imagine going to the grocery store and buying all of your groceries and leaving the store and then waiting two weeks later to get a bill? That would be insane. No one would do that. Well, that's what we do with health care. We go and we get, you know, whatever it is, an MRI, ultrasound. We go to the hospital, whatever it might be. And then it could be weeks before we even have any idea what the damage has been.
1: Yeah, how much is it? You'll not be told until it comes in the mail or goes on the Internet.
5: Yeah, and so that's really good news that we have price transparency. But the bad news is is with most insurances, and I can tell you this from experience with major medical plans, which probably everyone out here listening pretty much, you have – you never get a chance to take advantage of that because the game that's played between the hospital and the insurance company, and look across different parts of the country, you have insurance companies who own hospitals. And that's like you've got the hen, right? You've got the fox guarding the hen house. It's never going to be a good thing. So what I'm encouraging everyone is, no matter what your situation is, if you are self-employed and you don't have health insurance, call me. Call me. My number's 501-605-6935, and you can go on my website. The easy way is myplan777.com. That'll take you there.
1: That's easy to remember.
5: Yeah, exactly. And And I can't encourage that enough. No matter what your situation is, you have nothing to lose to look at my website or give me a call. And I don't say that you know, to sound desperate, for your sake, I really believe it. I have several people that I've been able to take off plans where they are paying fourteen, fifteen hundred, or more a month, or a thousand a month, or whatever. Cut their premiums in half. Usually, that's what I do. Uh, I just wrote two policies for two twins. I write in multiple states, so I just wrote two policies in my home state of Wisconsin and two twins, and they were looking at way less money than they were paying, and they had a penalty up there because of the way the system is designed there. So thankfully, because the law changed, you don't have a penalty anymore if you don't have insurance. People paid billions of dollars in fines because they didn't want to own a bad insurance plan. Isn't that sad? And that's one of the things that Trump said last week, President Trump, is that, You know, basically what that mandate did is it made it possible for people to pay a whole lot of extra money for something that wasn't good. And that's kind of a paraphrase, but that's what he said. And so what we do is we work with the transparency with our company. And so instead of having a big bill and understand, you'll hear me use this word over and over, that's a fake bill. And I can show you from my own personal experience, Dave, I just had a blood clot um, in February. And so I had to go, and I had an ultrasound done, and I had to get some scans and some different things like so that. So where
1: was your thrombosis at?
5: In my calf, my left calf.
1: Oh, that's not good.
5: Yeah, and so not fun, you know. In fact, I'll even talk about it. I got a little blood thinner right here that I'm taking, and I'm going to share a little bit more about what we're talking about with healthcare. So long story short, I get a bill for $5,000, but the way our system works, we work with the largest PPO network in the United States with over 650,000 providers. My bill was repriced by 84%. That was the discount that I was offered through St. Vincent's and I champion what they're doing. Um, on average, across the country, our discount with our network is forty percent, so my bill was repriced from five grand down to seven hundred with no money being paid by the insurance company. I just got off the phone with them today, and by the time I get everything said and done, I will either have no money out of pocket or I'll receive a check from my company for three hundred to five hundred dollars. Now, when was the last time you've heard of anything like that? I've happening never with been insurance?
1: paid for being sick.
5: Yeah, no kidding. And and so here's the key with that: with a major medical plan, with a all of your, I started saying a name, all of the big box insurance companies, as we call them, every single one of those major medical plans, you're going to pay your five thousand, ten five, twelve five, twenty five, whatever thousand dollar deductible first. Then the insurance company is going to pay their money and every then single time.
1: You're going to pay another twenty percent.
5: Yeah, if you have it, or sometimes they don't have any co But here's the big key: you know, if you have standard insurance, you're always going to be out of pocket money, sure, no matter what. A
1: lot of money.
5: I and my clients, we can go to situations and say, okay. I went to the doctor. One of my good friends goes to church with me. I put him on a plan. He came up to me about a month ago. He said, Pat, I just got a check from the insurance company. I don't know what that means. I said, that's because I put you on a good plan, and you got paid money to be able to go to the doctor and whatever. And, I, and the important thing to understand with this is that I'm not saying you got to go and pay cash and get reimbursed. I'm honestly, that is the best way to go for anybody who can afford it because you're always going to you know, work out best with the insurance company. But he showed his card, left the doctor. It was during the flu season. He had type A influenza or whatever it was, and he leaves and he gets a check from the company. No money out of pocket.
1: Wow. That's a good way of doing business.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I say really honestly – Everyone listening to me, you have nothing to lose to go to my website, myplan777.com, or to call me, Pat Davis. My number is 501. I live in Cabot, okay? So I'm local. Five zero one six zero five six nine three five. You have really nothing to lose in. I have people call me all the time, go, Hey, I'd, I'd like to check. You know, I've got my wife on my plan at work and can you save me some money? And I save them money over and over and over. And one other situation I run into a lot is where I have somebody in the family who's not healthy. I can get at least one adult on a plan. Then I can put someone who's not healthy, who's way overweight, whatever that might be. Um, Pre-existing
1: conditions? Yes,
5: absolutely, with pre-existing conditions. And we do work with pre-existing conditions, and I do explain how that works. And the bottom line is, if you come home and your house is on fire, you can't call and and get your insurance to come out and put homeowners on there. It's a little late. Or if you get in an accident, you can't call and say, hey, I need some auto insurance here. Well, it's the same way with health insurance. It's, its re- insurance, and it's the reason it's never going to work to have government insurance that covers everything for everyone. It just isn't going to work. and that's at, at why. A,
1: at a time when you knew you had these uh, existing conditions and suddenly you had been told that you have high blood pressure, you got bad cholesterol, and then all of a sudden you have a heart attack and now you want to buy... Uh, you know, a health insurance policy. Right. Nobody's right. going to talk to you. I'm sorry, well, maybe somebody will, but <laughs> you'll pay out of the nose. Yeah, and that's
5: what I love so much about ours. I have a person who is a type 1 diabetic. They're taking insulin. Have a friend of mine now, a new friend uh, in Georgia, and he just retired. He was on COBRA, and I always tell people, if you're on COBRA, call me. There's a reason I call it Cobra, because it has teeth. <laughs> it's I've like told people that for years. Yeah, it's a, it really is. And, and it's always two to three times, in some cases three times, more than what our insurance cost. He came off Cobra, got on my insurance, and we put his wife on a plan, uh, even though she is a type 1 diabetic. Now, it's not for everyone but I promise you this, there are very few situations where I can't help people at least save some money. So call me. You have nothing to lose. And my number's 501-605-6935.
1: I just talked to uh, Kim Hammer, Senator Kim Hammer. He just sent me a message and said, I should tell you he's going to call you. Okay, good. So he's going to be in touch with you.
5: I welcome that. I right. definitely welcome that. I have another example of what we're talking about with healthcare right in front of me.
1: I mentioned. Okay, well, hold it. Hold your thoughts. Okay. All right. You want to hear how it affected him? He'll tell you how it worked out with him. If you've got a question, 823-0965 is the number to call. And you can talk directly to Pat and talk to him here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I'm not going to say he's going to quote you a figure or anything like that. Uh, because uh, you know he doesn't know all the specifics uh, for your case, but he'll he'll give you some lead into it, and then he'll set up a time that he can talk to you um, more thoroughly. It's eight two three zero nine six five. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about that. You can learn about all the little known strategies that can help you save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes with a free tax reduction analysis. You know. All of us are going to face retirement at some time. Your free analysis is going to reveal all the little known strategies and loopholes that uh, could help you save thousands of dollars in taxes with your IRA, 401k, Social Security benefits, and more. Now, to get that free analysis, be one of the first 10 callers right now at 501 653 6690. And it's your opportunity to save tens of thousands of dollars in taxes, uh, in retirement. Now I have a lot of people say, Dave, you can't honestly believe tens of thousands. Oh yeah. Let me explain how this works. Let's talk social security. Let's say you decide to take it at 63 instead of at 66, like myself, which put me in at a hundred percent, uh, vested. Well, you're probably going to lose somewhere and 15 to 20% of your social security. Let's say that's $200 a month. Multiply that by 12 months. Multiply that probably by another 20 years. Tens of thousands of dollars are on the table. Know what you're doing before you do it and don't lose money doing it. 501-653-6690. Number call, call it now. It's also uh, money that or. uh, or talk that can save you money, and we're going to let Pat Davis do more of that in just a second. Let me remind you about uh, Dwayne Smith. Uh, he's an insurance agent, buddy of mine. Uh, great motorcyclist, Allstate agent. Got his own insurance agency now over in Sherwood. He like you. Give him a call at five zero one eight one nine zero three seven three. He believes, and I believe as he does, that he can save you a lot of money on your car insurance, home insurance motorcycle insurance, whatever kind of insurance you have, uh, you call Dwayne and then bring in your insurance, set it down on the table. He'll open up the books, sit down and tell you how Allstate can beat the price you're paying. 501-819-0373. That's the number you need to call. And then you're going to stop by uh, when they set you up for an appointment at 3920 East Keel Avenue in Sherwood. Dwayne is the kind of guy that will go out of his way or one of his other professionals to make sure you save money. That's the uh, Dwayne Smith Insurance Agency, 3920 East Keel Avenue in Sherwood. All right, Pat Davis is here. I going to let him start talking about this thing with medicine because a lot of us know what medicines can cost. And uh, then we'll finish it up when we come back from the news at the bottom of the hour. Go ahead, Pat. <laughs> So,
5: uh, as I mentioned, I had a blood clot, and so I had to start taking Eliquis, uh, which is a blood thinner, $8 a pill. Yeah, that's one of the new ones. Yeah, $8 a pill, and so I got a hold of, on the recommendation of my doctor, I got a hold of the Canadian pharmacy, and they actually ship these pills from Turkey, and now I'm paying $1.50 a pill. And they come into a U.S. center and they check them and make sure everything's good and whatever, a dollar fifty versus eight dollars. And you know they made money on that dollar fifty a pill. You no, know, they have to. So how little does it really cost for that is the big key. How much does healthcare really cost? a whole lot less than what we get billed for all the time. And that's why our company works with transparent pricing so people can see actual costs. They can shop. They can see what's going to cost for an MRI. They can see what's going to cost for a colonoscopy. They can see what's going to cost to go to the hospital. Please call me, 501-605-6935.
1: Or go online, myplan777.com. All right, we'll take your calls 8230965 and you say Dave this is sounding way too good to be true I'll let Pat talk to you he'll show you that you know insurance health insurance does not have to decimate you uh with your home finances but uh, he'll be back after the news which is coming up next and then we'll talk further about this and I want to talk to him further about the whole thing about prescriptions 5016056935 All right, back with you, and uh, Pat is here, and he's talking to you about health insurance. His number is 501-605-6935, and on the Internet, you can reach him at myplan777. That's one word, all right, myplan777.com. If you want to talk to him here on the show, that's, uh, of course, 823 Six five eight two three zero nine six five, and then that's the number we're going to because Kevin is with us from Cabot. Hello, Kevin, how are you doing? And welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. What's your uh, question for Pat?
6: Well, um, <clears throat> the company that I work for, we used to have the regular type of insurance where you paid your twenty dollar copay, and then you paid your eighty. You know, they paid eighty percent, blah blah blah. And then we switched over to a consumer-driven plan, and I take a particular medicine when my gout flares up to try to get rid of it that prescription went from six dollars to four hundred dollars for a 30-day supply wow Mm. yeah tell me about it so um so i I usually don't take it unless i actually have a flare-up i just hold on to it and uh, i didn't know if that was something that 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 you're i didn't i didn't get to hear you from the beginning so i don't know everything you're talking about i kind of come in in the middle but is that something you can help out with
5: uh, is it Kevin? Is yeah, right? Kevin. Kevin, uh, hey, fellow Cabotonian. <laughs> Um Actually, more than likely, it could be a situation where the best option with that is going to be something, like I mentioned, like with a Canadian pharmacy. I can definitely connect you with some good ideas with that and, and understand this is something my doctor set me up with. Sure. Um, and that, I went from pain, as soon as I had my blood clot, uh, within about a week, I had already spent between five and six hundred dollars on meds. I wasn't happy, trust me. <laughs> um, and so, with with uh, you know, after I found out about this, now I'm paying a dollar fifty a pill, but I have to take them two times a day. Uh, but it's, there's some pretty good options that are available with that. And I would definitely be happy to talk to you, Kevin, if you call me sometime. Yep. Um, okay. and I could talk to you about our insurance too. It might be able to save you some bucks. And that a yep. lot of times and what I'll do is I'll cut people's premium in half or cut it enough to where they can justify making a move just because they're going to have a better rate on their, on their, um, I- insurance, even if their meds aren't that much cheaper or whatever.
6: The, the the insurance I have now with the consumer driven plan, I have me and my two daughters on there. My wife has hers through her work, and each one of us has a three thousand dollar deductible. Before you
5: can
1: beat that,
6: over. and then and then of course you still have to pay your twenty percent that they don't pay.
5: That's right. Yeah. And what's and that I, running I pay- you a month?
6: Uh, it comes out of my paycheck. It's like uh, fifty fifty something dollars a week which is a lot cheaper than what I was paying with the regular type of insurance. But I'd much rather pay the $80 a week and know that I don't have this huge deductible because I'm never going to meet that unless I have a major surgery or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If I to a family doctor, I'll never, I'll never meet it.
5: Yeah, and I described that pretty much to the T when I told about my situation when I had my blood clot because, you know, I'm looking at no money out of pocket, and best case scenario, probably three to five hundred bucks I'm gonna get from the company. Worst case scenario, maybe a little bit out of pocket, but you know, maybe break even. I mean you can't right. find that with regular insurance. You're right. gonna be out I would have been out that five grand plus twenty percent, you know, I'd have been out seven grand, six, seven right. grand, you know, by the time and, the dust clears.
6: And and the bad part about that medicine I'm paying four hundred dollars a month for or whatever I needed I had to pay four hundred. That's the generic.
1: Oh, yeah, I know.
6: That's the generic. My company, the my insured, the people that do our insurance said, no, you have to go with the generic, and that's what this is. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I'm paying $400 for it?
5: I feel for you, Kevin. And let me tell you something. If people saw how much those things really cost, they'd be
1: infuriated. I mean, it's just yeah. sad. It's right. a ripoff.
6: If you've ever had gout, you're going to pay the 400. Yeah, out. I've you got get those crystals
1: that'll kill you. I'm I, I'm with you. Hey, do me a favor and, and call Kevin and talk to yeah. him specifically about call your Pat. case, and and he'll help you out. It's a uh, five or all Pat. Right. I said Kevin. Call Pat. Don't call yourself. 501 605 6935. And have yourself a great weekend.
6: All
5: right. All right. You
1: too. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Now. All right. So that. I hear that story a lot, be honest. I hear that story a lot. Uh, Again, the phone number is 501-605-6935 to get a hold of Pat, not Kevin, Pat. (laughs) Don't want to call Kevin. Kevin doesn't do this for a living. Pat does. Or go online, myplan777.com. You got a question for Pat because we got to get a break in here, 823-0965. Eight two three zero nine six five. 3 call during the break and uh, Zach I take your call he'll get you all set up so you can uh, you can talk to Pat here on the Dave Ellswick show. all right that's the number you call to talk to us here in the studio maybe you're not one of those people who like to be on the on the radio if that's the case if you can text, uh, Pat, 501-605-6935, and send him a text. And uh, you can send it while we're here on the air, and he'll look at it. And if it's a, a great question, he may use it right here on the show and uh, and talk directly to you. Uh, if you want to be uh, talk to him when he's off, 501-605-6935 is the number to call, or... Online, myplan777.com. Like I tell everybody, when it comes to insurance, here's the key. You don't know how much you can save unless you compare. And I suggest you compare, especially when it comes to health insurance. Amen. (laughs) I mean, we're talking, you can save a lot of money, a lot of money. All right, with that all said, let's go back to this whole thing about transparency in pricing now i'm hearing that is it a law now from the government that hospitals must post all pricing yes it is (coughs) where do you usually see that i mean is it going to be like you walk in and you got a counter like uh you know mcdonald's or something and it says uh gallbladder (laughs) removal 150 bucks it, it, it's online. It ha- The law says they have to
5: have it on their website. Okay. And it's called machine readable. And even that has got, you know, it's our government. <laughs> so right. You're going to run into all kinds of stuff. But the main thing, the bottom line is that you can see how much stuff really costs. And if you listen in the news, you're going to hear them talking about price transparency. Now, I can only speak, man, I listen to Fox. So you're going you're gonna to find it all over the place, Uh, on the news, the different shows, they're talking about price transparency. They're saying that you've got to make your prices available. And the reason that it's a big deal for us is because I contend that most of the prices are not real. That's why if you go to the hospital and you get a, if you've ever had a bill repriced because you didn't have insurance or whatever that might look like, it comes down to the fact that they inflate those bills in a big way. We have one client that had a uh, $56,000 bill. He had an obstructed bowel. He almost died. And he was in the hospital for 11 days, seven of them in the ICU. <sighs> yeah, incredible. His Expensive. bill was $56,000. When he left the hospital, he gets home and his wife calls my friend who put him on the plan. He said, Tom, what's going on here? And, and she goes, what do you, he goes, what do you mean? She goes, I just got a check for seven thousand dollars. What is this? Well, what happened is the insurance company allows a credit for every kind of different thing, as far as a hospital stay, the doctor visit, you know, a test, whatever that might be. But the hospital itself discounted the bill forty-two thousand dollars. How do you get a fifty-six thousand dollars bill reduced down to twelve? Well, that's because like I said, they're fake. So the long story short is he had a twenty over a twenty thousand dollar credit. Then they take the deductible out of that rather than off the top. So if you have a standard major medical insurance plan, you get a fifty-six thousand dollar fake bill, you pay your five thousand, ten thousand, whatever dollar deductible, then you pay your twenty-thirty whatever percent on top of that, and you're out of pocket a whole lot of money and you're paying probably almost twice as much or more in some cases every month for the premium than you are with my insurance so that's why i tell people and i have a lot of people who like to text feel free to text me if you don't want to call it's 501 605 6935 that's the same number you can call me or text me i love to text
1: Yeah, you know, and and just put- Put Pat Davis's name down so that when you text him the next time, you just got to, you know, send it to Pat Davis and it takes care of putting the phone number in.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I can tell you story after story after story. And I provide actual copies of checks or of really discounted bills when I work with my clients. And, and people love it. I just shared a little bit about a friend of mine who went to the doctor with influenza. He gets home, and he gets a check from our company. And he comes to me at church. He's like, Pat, what is this? I got a check. I don't get it. I just told I told you it was good insurance, and I told you it's not like typical insurance where you can plan every single time you are going to have money out of pocket if you have a healthy vet. And I have people will ask me, well, what's the copay? I have people who pay a copay when they go to the doctor. I have people who pay nothing when they go to the doctor. And the bottom line is that how you work with us to shop for your health care. And in the first, you know, few minutes of this before I talked about Seema Verma, who's the head of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and she talked about price transparency. And she said, isn't it crazy? We go shopping, we get our groceries, and you know, we get a bill, use bill right, right there. And it's the all
1: spot, broken down.
5: And it's broken down. Can you imagine going and getting your groceries and getting home and two weeks later you get a bill and find out what you spent? That's ludicrous. You don't buy a corvette and, you know, not know what you're going to pay for and get a bill sent to you. Why is it that way with healthcare? And the reason is it's very simple. It's because it is a racket. The, what we call big box insurance companies make tons and tons and tons of money. And so one of my favorite places, and I encourage people, go to this website. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Go to the surgery center of Oklahoma, and they have they list their prices too. But they'll have a surgery for $1,000 that a hospital around the corner charges 25000 or 10000 or 15000 And he was asked, he goes, why are your prices so low? It just seems too good to be true. And he said, to me, the real question that should be asked is why are everyone else's prices so high? And that's exactly the way that I relate to my clients in the insurance business. And so people spend money over and over and over and over and over that they don't need to spend. People are paying a mortgage for health insurance. And here's what happens people will say man i'm so tired of having to pay so much i'm so sick of this game that goes on and we have two types of people we have one type of people that says i'm i'm going to do something about it we have another type of person who's like nah it's just too good to be true i'm not even going to look into yeah, it yeah that's Don't that's, do that. that's
1: the one i'm worried about they're going to hear that and they go dave's got somebody this is scam man this is scam no it's not all right I'm just telling you, it's insurance a different way. Yeah. He's backed by a big company. Look, Pat's not funding his own insurance right. policies. All right. He works with a big company, but they do things differently, and that's a good win for you.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm an independent agent, so I can write for any company I want, I can own any insurance that I want as far as my wife and myself. But I own the comp- the insurance with the company that I sell for. And that's the great part about it. And like I said, if you'll text me or call me, I'll share with you. I'll give you the name of my company. I'll share all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think it's really important to understand that what Keith talked about at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma is so powerful. He said this, that people were like, man, you you probably aren't that great a surgeon if you can just offer such low prices. And he said, no, just the opposite is true. I am in a, under a microscope. I'm like in a fishbowl. I have to. We, our surgeons, have to perform or people aren't going to keep coming back to us. He said the first clients they had came from Canada. We've had people from every state in the United States that have come to Oklahoma City. And he said, now we've got people coming from all around the world to have surgery because it's cheaper and they can fly in, stay at a hotel, do whatever, and it's way less money than if they have to spend with their regular insurance company.
1: All right. Let me give you the numbers again. First of all, if you'd like to talk to Pat here on the show, it's 823-0965. 823-0965 and uh, we'll put you on the air. If you don't want to use your real name, you don't have to. You can be Natasha or Boris or whatever you want to be. You can be uh, hate insurance if you want to be, all right? (laughs) Uh, Bottom line is 501-8230-965. Now, if you want to text or call Pat, here's his phone number, 501-605-6935. Let me give that to you one more time, 501-605-6935. And then on the internet, uh, he's got a website for you at myplan plan dot com. All right. right, plan seven, seven, seven. Dot com. All right. I know you're saying sounds too good to be true. I know. I, I thought the same thing. Uh, and we've brought Pat back the second time to explain even more so about what it is he does and how he does it. So, uh, Keep that in mind. With that in mind, we've got a phone call. And Jerry in Little Rock wants to talk to you. Let's bring Jerry up. And Jerry, welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show and your question for Pat Davis.
6: Yeah, I just I don't know if he can help me or not, but I just had my taxes done. And uh,
5: <laughs> I don't do taxes, I got, Jerry. I got yeah. <laughs> okay.
6: I, I mean they, they nailed me for twelve thousand dollars because I was in a I've made $1,200 too much, and it put me mm. in a different bracket. God, I hate it. So I, I, I'm going to I'm have to pay in a, an additional $12,000 of what I've already paid for my insurance this year.
5: Yeah, it's I mean, crazy.
6: I mean, that's ridiculous.
5: Yeah, the best, Jerry, That honestly, the best thing I could recommend is, even if it's just to text me, and I'll get with you.
1: I'll give you a call, text you. Yeah, whatever. this sounds like complex, kind of a thick subject. So,
5: but one I can help with,
1: I believe for sure. You got I mean, a, You got a pencil? Uh,
6: I don't. But I'll uh, I'll listen and get the number on the air.
5: Okay, I appreciate you, so you calling.
1: And you call back. Hey Jerry, him, it's right. real
5: simple. You're in the five hundred one. It's just six zero five six nine three five.
6: Okay,
1: thank you very
5: much. And it's MyPlan777.com. That's real simple to remember. And I'll take you to my website. My number's on there. You can email me all that.
1: All right, 501-605-6935. MyPlan777.com. How was his taxes tied into his health insurance?
5: You know, we're talking about 2018, um, the mandate's gone for 2019, right. but the mandate was in place. Oh, so he probably got hit, you know, from that. I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not an accountant or whatever. I do know quite a bit about this because I have really good friend that's an accountant, and I and I deal with a lot of this kind of stuff. And it's really sad. And it's what I was talking about before. The sad part about it is we had people paying billions of dollars in fines. To have horrible insurance well actually yeah. to have none right they they paid a fine to not have insurance because the rest alternative out there was horrible. I heard about some states where they're down to one plan is it you know and and they were getting penalized if they weren't on that one plan. Thank God that's gone that mandate well
1: Thank we you, all President know, Trump, we all know that the government does everything perfect, <laughs> you know. <laughs> aoc you have no idea yeah you are nuts all right with that said jerry we're out of time i appreciate you coming on or pat i'm okay. jerry hey I I'm, I'm going it. with my listeners yeah pat i'm telling people to call themselves that doesn't work so pat davis has been with us today second time he's been on uh if people ask that we have you back on again i'm going to bring you back in here in the studio sit your fanny in front of me and quiz you again 501-605-6935. You can text him there. You can call him there. MyPlan777.com on the internet. Thanks for being with us, brother. We appreciate You're you having you back in. And good luck on the uh, blood clot thing. Thank you. All right.
4: We'll be back on the Dave Ellswick Show.